This is the Elevate Church Podcast. For a list of messages and for all updates about events and more information, check out our Instagram, Facebook, or visit elevate.city. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Here's today's message. Today we have a very special day because it is Mother's Day. And uh, moms, I know you don't want to hear from me. I know you want to hear from Jess. And, um, and so it took a lot of work, a lot of work to make this happen, to get her to do this, but she's doing it today. And so we have some questions. I'm going to read the questions and Jess is going to give some really great wisdom. And, um, I just want to give a shout out to Jess. She is full of wisdom. We have a 15 year old, a 10 year old and a five year old. And so we are in multiple different seasons of life as parents. Um, we also were youth pastors for 15 mm-hmm. years. Uh, we just have a lot of experience with students and children and raising them up to be godly people. And Jess is full of wisdom and full of the Holy Spirit. And so um, I want to encourage you really to kind of dig in, let the Lord minister to you and speak to you today and encourage you in this season that you're in and uh, give you some great wisdom. So. All right, we're going to jump into things. Question number one uh, today is this. What is your favorite stage of motherhood and what has been the hardest stage of motherhood and advice going through that hard stage of motherhood? Well, it's a really good question. question. I'm glad you asked this question. It's a good question. Um, So I have found that in each stage of motherhood that there are different challenges Um, so when my kids were really little, like the infant stage was really hard for me because I love to just pick up and go and not, you know, have to worry about gathering a bunch of stuff. And so the infant stage of everything was a little difficult for me at first. It was a little bit of a shock. I think it is for a lot of moms, but I have found that, um, in that stage, I was like, I just can't wait until they can you know, wipe their own butts. I can't wait until they can um, feed themselves. <laughs> it's a good day. It's good stuff. And I would say that, you know, it does get easier in each stage. I think that there are things that do get easier, but with each stage of motherhood, there uh, presents challenges. And so learning, I think the number one thing with this question is just learning to be content in every single season that you're in. And I know that that's an easy thing to say and it's a really hard thing to actually do. Um, But you don't wanna wish away any of the stages with your kids. And some of them are a little more challenging, but you know what? God is gonna, he's gonna help you get through that stage. He's gonna give you the strength to do it. I mean, just thinking in Philippians, what Paul said that I am content in every single season of life, um, that I know what it's like to have lack, that I know what it's like to have plenty. Um, And then at the very end, he says, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that is something just to hold on to that even in every single stage, and obviously Paul was going through a heck of a lot more than we are, (laughs) Um, but you know, in every stage of life, when a challenge presents itself, you just have to look at it like, I don't want to wish this season away. Um, I, I want to absorb everything that the season has because each season has its ups and it has its downs. And so if you get so caught up in, oh, the grass is greener on the other side, 
there's going to be this discontentment that rises up in you as a mom. And then before you know it, you're going to start taking it out on your kids. You're going to start taking it out on your husband. You're going to be super stressed out because you think that, you know, there's better. But just taking one season at a time and allowing the Lord to give you the strength to get through it and really... Um, really just looking at the good in that season is super, super powerful. And so learning how to be content um, is super, super powerful. And it'll pull you through a lot of difficult things. And it'll make life so much more enjoyable for you, for your kids, for your husband, for your family. Um, so I think that that's probably the number one um, advice that I would give with that question. So, yeah. I think there needs to be the understanding too. Like we understand that um, those early years are tough. They're tough. Zero yeah. to you know, I don't know, probably, probably five, five, five six. six. They're they're tough years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you need to know uh, from parents that do have older children that uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, um, there is. The days will get better. Uh, there will come easier days. Mm -hmm. You know, we understand like when you're packing up, you know, oh man, I remember this one time we went to Disney and we had a double stroller and we had multiple car seats and we had <laughs> diaper bags and it, it was, was like, it, it was like so hot. And yeah. It was like, what in the world are we doing right now? And we've never experienced having, um, a lot of you moms have you know, kids that are so close in age yeah. and you have a couple of toddlers yeah. that are in diapers and running around and you have a baby. And so our kids are all four and a half years apart. So we've never experienced the, the craziness of having all kinds of little ones just running around. And yeah. I, and I, so I applaud you moms for, so, for going through that, but that is, um, that is so true. But even, even with Michael growing up and you know, he's 15, so we haven't been through like the whole spectrum of ages. I mean, he's, we don't have an adult yet, which is crazy to think Pretty about. Pretty close. <laughs> Pretty close. He looks like But an that's adult. crazy to think about. We're not that old, are we? No, yeah. we're not that old. Um, but, you know, even with Michael uh, and in his teenage years, I can see that there are some challenges that, that are new to us. Yeah. And so every single season and stage has something new that kind of comes about, and you really need the wisdom of God in those, in those seasons. And, and so what do you, what do you, how do you answer the question of what do you do when you're in that hard season? Like if I'm just a mom, which I'm not, but if I was a mom and I had little ones and it was just a hard season and it was a chaotic season, how do you find hope in that season? Yeah. I mean, you just have to know, I mean, just thinking this too shall pass is like a huge thing in my, in my life. This too shall pass. I mean, in every season, if, if there is a difficulty that comes along, it will, it will, you know, if you have a crazy toddler at home right now and they're just out of control and they're, you know, they're peeing their pants and they're doing whatever. It's like... Talk about Luke's season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Luke went through a season um, where we were just having some potty issues and it was Not really... Not a season, like a year and a half. Okay? <laughs> it was probably, Seasons it was probably like three or four months. Yeah. It was a long, long time. <laughs> but we couldn't figure it out. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know if it was a digestion issue or if it was a health issue or if something, you know, if he needed to eat more fiber or what, but he just was having potty issues. And so... Um, and we went to like the hospital yeah. multiple times. Yeah, like, we tried to figure it out. Like it was an issue. Mm -hmm. Like we'd have people over 
and he would like moan and groan and hold his butt. Okay. And we, I mean, you just, what do you do? You're just like, ah, yeah, this is what my kid's been doing for like the last year of our life. Well, we felt really hopeless. We felt like we are helpless. I shouldn't say we had hope, but we felt really hopeless. Um, but I think, you know, with Luke, like now I look back and I think, oh my gosh, that was such a big obstacle for us because yeah. literally we couldn't go anywhere without there being a an issue with this. Yeah. And I know some of you parents probably know exactly what we're talking about. Um, but we couldn't go anywhere. We felt kind of like we were, you know, trapped in this situation. Uh, but looking back now, it was just an, it, it was a really easy fix and the Lord really worked it out. And, um, and now he is independently going to the restroom and he's totally fine. <laughs> and think, we're free from that. Yeah, so. I think, but I think you just said something. It was an easy fix that the Holy Spirit knew. Yeah. And he just to be, just to be honest, he did lead us to it. Mm -hmm. But I think that we were so busy in life that we weren't even taking the time to ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. What is the fix? And so sometimes when you're in a hard season, mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is tell your husband, here's the kids, I need to get alone with the Lord yeah. and I need to hear from him and to know what God's saying about this child because God knows that child yeah. and God knows what that child needs and knows what your family needs and knows what your home needs. Yeah. All right, next question. How do you grow in your spiritual life when you're a mom and your children are young? You know, I think this is a great question, but I would say that um, this is a multi-season question because I think a lot of times you think, well, my kids are young, they're going to get older, and then I'm going to have just a bunch of free time. And the reality is, yes, your kids are going to get older, but the pace of life is always going to get a little more hectic and crazy, just to be honest with you, if you do have small children. Like your kids are going to go to school. They're going to have, you know, homework. <laughs> Obviously we're all in that season of like homeschooling and like, what the heck are we doing? But they're going to have homework. They're going to have club. They're going to have sports. You're going to be the mom in a minivan, taking them from here to there. Like life doesn't really slow down. You might have a little more time when they're at school, mm -hmm. but this is a multi-season question right. to be honest about how do you grow your spiritual life in a season of just being a mom in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it was under the perception that, you know, as my kids get older, that I was going to have all this free time. Like they're just going to leave me alone. I have all this free time. And I think that there is time that becomes available, but you know, during the school season specifically, but even year round with Michael, I mean, we're at all kinds of sports stuff and now Luke is starting to play sports. And so it's actually taking up more of my time. Um, so, you know, I, I just really believe that you have to determine that no matter what season of life that you're in, that you are going to make time for Jesus. Um, if you have time for Instagram, you have time for Jesus. It's just Ooh, kind of the, the bottom line. Somebody needs a quote. Put that <laughs> on a t-shirt. You have time for Instagram, you have time for Jesus. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come on. But but it's the truth. And listen, I'm, I'm preaching to myself as well because, you know, we go through the day and by the end of the day, we're like, you know, I'm, I'm too tired to spend time with the Lord right now. It, it takes energy out of us 
to to really get into his presence and to press in because sometimes you know it just goes against everything that our flesh wants to do so as moms we're tired at the end of the day we're tired at the beginning of the day we're tired in the middle of the day you know so it's just determining in your mind what that priority is in your life and really um just making that time available and and you know it's super important to the lord that you are a good mom but it's even more important to him that you're a good human. <laughs> it's more important yeah. to him that you're developed as a person. Yeah. So he cares about Jessica and he wants to make sure that Jessica is getting what she needs and all of the, all of the uh, wisdom and the knowledge and the life and the grace and the peace and the joy that I need as a person to develop me as a person yeah. so that I can then in return be a good mom. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's really important to the Lord that we are developed as women, that we are developed um, outside of motherhood um, and that we're developed as a person. And then in return, you know, it, it floods out into, into motherhood. So, you know, just some quick tips though, some kind of practical tips with spending time with God. Um, number one, it doesn't have to be super long. It doesn't, you don't have to pray for three hours a day. Um, sometimes, you know, quantity doesn't equal quality. So when you're spending time with God, having that quality time with him versus a huge amount of quantity time with him is so important. So if you're a mom and you're busy and you want to make time for yourself and you want to, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting your time in with Jesus, you want to um, really focus on just the quality and the meat and hearing from him. And it doesn't have to be a, a super long amount of time. It really doesn't. Um, I think I, you have to make time. Yeah. I think that's something that we've learned with. Yeah, for sure. With our schedule mm -hmm. is that everything has to be scheduled. Yeah. Like I know right now it may not have to be, but right in the real short distant future everything's going back to normal and we all know what that's like and you're gonna have to really schedule yeah what else would you say um i would also say that you know just being a mom just having the calling of a mom um is is something that is going to that god is going to use to develop you he uses everything in our lives to develop us yeah. and so um you know god isn't just he he didn't just give you kids um just to he he's using your kids to develop something in you he's not just asking you to develop something in your kids if that makes sense um he is going to yeah. use them to teach you a lot of lessons so just in the journey of motherhood just um you know paying attention to everyday things and hearing what God is speaking to you. I mean, some I God speaks to me in the weirdest moments. It's like, you know, I'll be ordering a hot dog and it's like all of a sudden, oh, the Holy Spirit drops something in my heart. Um, and it's just random things throughout the day. So pay attention to what the Lord is speaking to you throughout the day. Um, you know, being a busy mom, you, there's a lot of situations, a lot of circumstances, a lot of things to deal with, a lot of hats to wear. But the Holy Spirit is so good and so gentle that he knows exactly what you need in the moment that you need it. And so pay attention to the moments where he's developing you as a mother um, and speaking to you through everyday things. So um, that's super important just to pray constantly and to be with him and to, um, and to really have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, yeah.
All right, number three, here we go. All right, number three, how do you deal with mom guilt and feeling like you are constantly failing? Yeah, I mean, this is a big one. This is a big one. Um, this is a huge one. This is a really big one because, you know, we all deal with it and it's a very, very real thing. And whether you want to talk about it or not, I guarantee that there has been times in your life where you have felt super guilty for you know for xyz like i for me it's like if i forget that it's hat day at school i freak out like legitimately freak out there has been moments where like, you think the world's ending now <laughs> you miss hat day or crazy sock day or spirit day or we were supposed to bring something like you know can good day <laughs> I mean, how many days are there at school? I mean, seriously. There's a lot of days there's at school. There's a lot. There's a lot. And yeah. you would, you would, I mean, we're talking meltdowns. Yes. Like, I'm not joking. Like, real tear snot <laughs> meltdowns. Um, yeah, I, it's a real thing for me. I feel like, because I feel like I've let them down. I feel like, you know, it's <laughs> like all of their friends are going to be wearing a hat and they're not going to have a hat. And, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not a big deal. But, but you know, shout out to all the moms that never miss that. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. You're an inspiration to all moms, I yes. guess. Yeah. Teach me your ways, basically. Teach me your ways, mom. Um, so I would, I would say that feeling that mom guilt, um, first of all, I feel like guilt and pressure in motherhood is kind of like a, like a, a boiling point. It's kind of like you just, it's like over time you just, there's more stress and more stress and, oh, I feel guilty and I, I haven't measured up and I yelled at my kids today and da, 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 da. And so I think we just have to kind of relieve the pressure somehow, relieve the pressure. Um, you know, well, how do you relieve the pressure? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> um, you know, motherhood is not God relying on us. It's us relying on God. Yeah. So when we are a mom, your number one duty is to rely on God. Um, God isn't looking at you like, look, you got to have it all together. You have to be perfect. You have to develop these humans 100% of the time and make sure that they're called to be all the day. And there is a part of that. I mean, obviously yeah. that we can't, we can't, you know, we can't shift all of our responsibilities away. But what God is asking you to do is to steward the person that he made. So he knows them and he knows what they need and he knows exactly um, yep. you know, the timing of everything in their life. And so us stewarding that is a big responsibility, but, but he knows them better than we know them. So going to God and just saying, Hey God, listen, I'm overwhelmed with this. I don't know what to do. And I feel like I'm failing and I feel like I'm this and I'm that God will very quickly. He, the first thing that he always says to me is relax. You're doing a good job. Relax. And so, you know, and, and there are times where he corrects me on certain things and things that need to be adjusted, but he always comes in grace. So if you go to the Lord and you're like, God, I just feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm always feeling, I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm missing things. He's always going to extend love and grace first and foremost, because that's just what God does. And when we rely on him, then he will give us the grace 
to steward what he has given us well. So, yeah. I think too, like, I know that I'm not a mom, but I think obviously there's guilt that dads have mm -hmm. also. And I think, any parent. I think any parent in any season, I just think that it's really, really important not to compare. Yeah. Like uh, just, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Mm. Uh, guilt comes because I've compared to somebody else. Yeah. And I think that they're doing a better job and I wish that I was doing what they were doing or I wish I had that personality or that grace set or those giftings that somebody else has. Yeah. And the reality is, um, God never intended for you to compare to somebody else. I think the, the thing that I see, especially in Jess, the, the best seasons that I see Jess as a mom or in motherhood are the seasons that she's close to Jesus mm -hmm. and she just feels like she's just doing what the Lord has asked her to do with our boys, mm -hmm. not comparing to the other moms on Instagram or the conversations that you have at breakfast with some other moms yeah. or something like that. I think it's really important just to know like, this is what God has spoken to me about my husband, my family, my life, my children, mm -hmm. and I'm good and I'm content and I don't have to get tripped up in this like I'm keeping up with these other moms or other yeah. figures or other people. What yeah. do you think about that? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, you get on Instagram and you can see, I mean, there are so many, and I follow, I follow a few of them, and a few of them I'm just like, I cannot follow you. <laughs> this stresses me out. Unfollow is a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. Or not even turning on Instagram yeah. is a good thing. All right, number four, here we go. How do I keep sane when I feel like my kids are driving me crazy? Yeah, good question. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. If you have the answer, please email me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I mean, this is part of life. It's going to happen. Your kids are going to, uh, they're going to drive you crazy at times. It's just, it's just life. Yeah. And I think that moms do kind of, I mean, I, I think if you can keep, um, if you can keep kind of humor in your home, it helps a lot. Um, you know, you I gotta laugh at the crazy. You gotta laugh sometimes. at the crazy sometimes. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta laugh it off sometimes. It's again, just relieving that pressure that's on your shoulders, relieving that stress, that anxiety, knowing that, um, life is going to get crazy, that your kids are going to drive you crazy sometimes. Listen, can just I tell a story about Ben? Is it appropriate? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this is just a, it's a simple story, but I mean, like we, we were out the other night again at the park because that's kind of what we can do right now is go on, you know, take the boys, take a long board or we can walk or whatever. And afterwards, Ben is like just really hungry and we are getting some takeout and Ben is just like, can we just go inside and eat? And we're like. Yeah, that would be awesome if we could do that, Ben. But no, you're 10 and you have no concept of what's going on in the world at all. And that's just one of those moments like you just got to laugh and you just got to enjoy. Yeah. And then he broke down because he wanted wings instead of steak. And I'm like, we're just like, I mean, we're like, just like, like broke like down. sobbing like sobbing in the back seat and it's in moments like that where you feel like this is insane what is happening like 
everything that is going on right now, it feels a little insane. And, and a lot of you have toddlers that are running around constantly and just making messes and, and it can be, That's tough. yeah, it can be super hard to, um, to look at a situation and be like, well, I'm just going to laugh at it, you know? But honestly, <laughs> I think our, our perspective of life, um, will bring us to, you know, a different result every time. If you yeah. can, if you can wake up in the morning and you are like, um, if you have the perspective of my kids drive me crazy, I, uh, I need to get out of this house. I feel trapped. I feel like this is my, my life for the rest of my life. If your perspective is, thought is life. your thought life and your perspective of your situation is super negative, then your day is going to be negative. Yeah. And you're going to go to bed feeling like, why in the world did I just have a day like that? But if you wake up in the morning, and I know that this is hard to do, but the Holy Spirit can help you do this. And the more that you do it, the more that it becomes kind of second nature to wake up and have your perspective in line with the word of God, that he, that the joy of the Lord is my strength and that I'm going to find joy today. I'm going to find joy, um, you know, in, in all of the craziness and, and then allow the Lord to really lead you through that day with joy and with laughter and with humor. Um, find something that does make you laugh. You know, it really helps. So because from the perspective of having a 15 year old, mm -hmm. you're going to miss it. Yeah. And we can tell you now in this season, yeah. as everybody told us and the world tells you, it goes fast. It goes really fast. It goes so fast. Yeah. And you're going to miss like, you know, like I, I'm right now and I'm just trying to enjoy these little moments yeah. where Luke will sit in my lap because when they become 15, <laughs> it's not like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Come on over and sit in my lap. I wish or, it was. You know, like, you know, I mean, he still makes messes. Oh, he makes it. Yeah, he makes a lot. Still of makes messes, not to the point of a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But but I will say, moms, dads, anybody, enjoy the season. Mm -hmm. You got. I mean, the, and Jess is completely right about having the right perspective and the right thought life on yeah. that. Yeah, and I and I think taking the 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 thought of. Um, I get to do this, not I have to do this. Yeah. You you get to raise these kids. Like you get to form them into um, someone that God is going to use huge in the world. Um, so yeah. just waking up and saying, you know what? I get to do this. Yeah. I don't have to do this. I get to do this. So um, it's all about perspective and yeah. mindset. And speak life. Speak life, yeah. Speak life. I hear parents all the time like, this kid's the devil. I'm like, well, you said it. You said it. I don't. didn't. <laughs> so, um, you know, like speak. Yeah, it's so positive. true. It's I good. mean, it sounds, it sounds anti what you feel, mm -hmm. but isn't that, it what, is anti isn't that what faith what is? So, yeah, just saying, saying I, uh, you know, don't, don't say to your kids, you're driving me crazy because it's just like, it's why even speak that over them? Why say that to them? So, you know, just. It's uh, speak life. Speaking life. Proverbs tells us life and death is in the tongue. Yeah. Speak life. All right. Number five. We got two more. It's this. Okay. What is your greatest joy about being a mom? Yeah. Motherhood. So greatest this joy. This one's super easy for me. I think 
my greatest joy is, um, you know, our oldest, Michael, he, um, it was prophesied over him we, before we had him, before we yeah. even knew that we were pregnant, that he was going to be a worship leader. And, you know, and we believed that with all of our hearts. We, um, you know, we pray that over him. We speak that over him. And, um, and we just pray that, you know, God's best, that, that, it will start will unfold in his life and all of our boys we pray for that um, it is just super super cool and I think the greatest joy of motherhood for me is just seeing them grab on to their own salvation yeah and um, and really taking their relationship with God as their own yeah. um, and that can start a lot younger than what you think it would Um, because we, I mean, we see Luke taking initiative, um, with certain things that we're like, wow, like he gets that. He gets that we're supposed to be praying for this. He gets that, you know, that the Holy spirit is moving in this way. And, and, you know, it's, it's really, really cool to see that through all the prayer and through all of the things that you put inside of them, that, eventually it starts to just cultivate their own salvation yeah. and they start to um, kind of step into their gifting. So with Michael, we're seeing that all of those prophetic words and all those things are coming to fruition because it's like, you know, he's he's uh, working on music. He's probably working on it right now. He's working on music all the time in his yeah. room. Um, he is creating worship songs right now from the book of Psalms. So, you know, it's just super cool to see that. And, and I encourage you that if you haven't seen that yet in your kids, um, that, that can be a real struggle, but know that the things that you're putting in them, that the word of God never returns void. So they will eventually get in line with Jesus. And we believe that and we believe that for every single kid, um, so um, super powerful just to see them stepping into their to their own. Yeah, and I, w- I would just echo that to say that our job as parents, the number one job we have isn't to just raise good humans. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like this feel in society right now. Like, yeah, let's just raise good. good people. No, we're supposed to raise godly men and women for what God's going to do in the future. Yeah. Um, it was so cool the other night, um, we had prayer together as a staff, um, as uh, we're heading into this new season of relaunching. Mm-hmm. And um, the other night, uh, Drew Keller brought Daisy uh, with him to prayer. And um, and after prayer was done, Drew's in the car with Daisy. And you know, Daisy is, I think she's five or six years old. and. Um, she showed Drew this video that she took of all of us praying and listening to her favorite song, uh, which is Waymaker. And, you know, it's just so cool to think that like, you know, Daisy is going to be such a powerful piece of Elevate Church someday. Um, but it's that perspective of like, we're, we're training up and we're raising up as parents we're showing them what life in God looks like. Like that is our job. That's your job as a mom. That's your greatest job as a mom is to show your children how to follow Jesus Mm -hmm. as you follow Jesus. That's my job as a father. And so um, I would say that is, you know, like who cares if our kids are smart or rich or Mm -hmm. have the best jobs or any of these type of things, if they don't know Jesus someday, 
then we've failed completely. Yeah. And that's our perspective. And we believe and hope that that's your perspective too, mm -hmm. that that's the greatest calling as parents Absolutely. is to raise up godly children and to pass this on to the generations and the generations and generations. Yeah. All right. Um, last question. Here we go. What do you do to teach your children about God exactly? Like what are exact things that you do to teach our kids about God and their relationship with God yeah. and how to form their own relationship? Because that's the goal. Mm -hmm. The goal is to get our kids to this age that we believe is the age of accountability, you know, where they're about 13 years old and they're able to make their own decisions. And at that point in time, they have to make this their own, not just a family thing and that we just go to church together and I just grew up in this. So yeah. what do you do as a mom? Yeah, well, I think the number one thing that um, both of us do is lead by example. Um, we would never, you know, I mean, the greatest tool for teaching anyone is showing them how to do it. In the moment. In the moment. So, you know, there's a stressful moment. And, and this is not, we are not perfect at this at all whatsoever. No. But but I think that they have seen us enough times um, that it is cultivating something in them. And, and we're trusting the Holy Spirit to kind of finish the job for us, if that makes sense. So we kind of lead by example. They, they, they know how faith operates our kids. You ask them, you know, um, how did the church come about? How did Elevate Church come about? They will say it was all God. Like it was all God. And so they, yeah. they know that mom and dad live by faith and that we are, they know that we are going to give, uh, financially that we are going to give, even if we feel like it's going to, uh, you know, hurt us in a way or we feel like it's a sacrifice that we're going to give anyways financially because we know that by teaching them that we are stepping out in faith and giving this even though it's a sacrifice for our family then they can see the lord move and they can see him do things supernaturally in our lives um that you know they would never put those pieces together if if it weren't for us showing them this is how you do it um, it's one thing for them to hear it from somebody else. It's another thing for them to hear it and see it from you yes. because they love you so much. So they're a youth pastor all day. And we were youth pastors for 15 years, 15, 15 years. We were youth pastors for a, a really long time. And we could, there were, there were some students that it was different with, but the majority of the students, we could preach at them all day long about something specific. But the ones that like truly got it, they were being taught the same thing at home. Yes, 100%. Um, and so when mom and dad model things in front of the kids, it speaks so so much more loudly than it would coming from someone that they don't have that, that um, kind of connection with. So... Um, so I would say leading by example for sure and don't expect to be perfect in that because you will drop the ball. Um, and then it's, it's like, okay, Holy Spirit, listen, I dropped the ball. I didn't show them the way to handle this situation. Um, but I'm, I'm counting on you to pick up the slack and to show them. Um, and so, and the Holy Spirit is so good and so gracious to do that. Um, I, you know, we read the Bible together. They see Jeff 
praying all the time, listening to worship music all the time. We pray together. We pray together. We read the word together. We read the word out loud over our family together. So it's just modeling for them, um, you know, how, how to grow in Jesus. I think a great example of this was um, a few months ago, we had a family over to our house and we were just uh, hanging out and um, uh, I felt that the Lord um, put a number in my heart and to write a check for this family. And so um, I wrote this check and I showed Jess and she just looked at me and shook her head yes. And, and we, uh, we blessed this family and it was what they needed at that moment. And um, later that night, Ben said something to us about it that, you know, I saw you give that family a check and we just explained to them that the Holy Spirit, you know, nudged us and spoke to us and that we were going to be obedient and uh, trust the Lord and, and bless that family. I think that's what we're trying to say is just live it out loud in front of them and live out your walk with Jesus. And, yeah. and, and listen, we understand that like everybody's at different seasons in their walk with the Lord. We know that some of you have been walking with the Lord for a long time. Some of you haven't been walking with the Lord as long. Um, but I think the key is to develop your relationship with Jesus. It is what uh, Matthew says, where it says, seek first the kingdom of God mm -hmm. above all else, and then all things will come unto us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a decision, it's a choice yeah. as a mom, as a dad, as a home, mm -hmm. that we're gonna live this thing out in front of our children yeah. and uh, raise them up to yeah. follow Jesus. Raise them up to be disciples. I mean, it's discipleship yeah. at, the, at the greatest degree. And we see that modeled all throughout the Bible that Jesus discipled people. Yeah. Like he put the most of his time and energy and effort into discipling the disciples. And just showing them and modeling in front of them, this is yeah. how you do it. It's really good. And he spent the majority of his time showing them that, because he knew he was going to leave the earth. Um, and he couldn't be face to face with them all the yeah. time. And so he said to them, you know, this is how you do it. This is how my father does it. I'm showing you how my father does it so that you then in return can be the hands of feet and feet of Jesus on the earth when I leave yeah. and leave you the Holy Spirit. So... Um, you know, thank God we don't have to do this alone. We do have the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom and to guide us in this. Yep. But um, it is our job to raise up disciples so that then they in return can raise up disciples. Yep. So that then they raise up disciples. So it's just this chain reaction of leading by example. Yep. All right. Well, those are great questions. Great questions. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, again, we cannot wait to see you face to face. Mm -hmm. It is coming very, very soon. Um, be in prayer for the church. Be in prayer for this next season of the church and what God's about to do. Uh, moms, happy Mother's Day. We love you yeah, so we love much. You, we love you. Be blessed. And uh, we will see you next week. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Thanks for listening to Elevate Church Podcast. We'd love to have you join us for service on Sundays or at a dinner party on Friday nights. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, or website at elevate.city for more information.